Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is right over there with a very special guest on the DriveHubler.com hotline. Tony Kennett is a longtime educator here in Indianapolis, uh, specializing in STEM with IPS. He's also the man behind Chalkboard Review. Tony, let's get into it. You kind of broke the story to us this weekend that there were some shenanigans going on up in Hamilton County in regards to voting. There was a Democratic voter that was pressuring people to vote straight-ticket Democrat. Uh, Take us through what happened. Yeah, so two things there. First of all, there was several reports of an individual who was telling black voters that were coming to this Carmel Mercy Road location uh, that they shouldn't vote for the uh, BBS candidates over in Carmel, that slate of candidates who's running, because those individuals in the red shirts, they don't like diversity, they're racist, they're bad, which, you know, I mean, that's your decision to say if you're out on the town, that kind of a weird thing to claim of somebody. But this was an individual that was working in the election site, well within the electioneering zone. And then he also, uh, this individual also uh, was apparently going around taking voters to the machines and at least with one voter, again, we'll have to wait for the Hamilton County Sheriff's Department to finish their investigation. He was selecting straight Democrat voting tickets, which, of course, wouldn't select a school board candidate. But still, he was saying like, oh, you could select a straight ticket. And then he clicked the Democrat ticket. And the voter was confused and concerned because they couldn't back out of it. They had to call over another judge to rectify the situation. And do we have a name of this individual, Tony? So we do. The individual's name is James Zeng, uh, who has since released a statement basically denying all of this stuff, even though he admits that the inspector asked him to leave. And he said, yes, and I left of my own will and was told not to come back for a couple of days, which I I usually when there's a felony at hand, you're not allowed to come back at all. But anyhow, uh, he was told not to come back. And he's like, that's fine. But by the way, I'm totally innocent. And in the first paragraph of his little response letter, he says, actually, it was the Republicans who were standing too close to the voting machines. Uh, I, I guess that's some classic whataboutism. Kind of an interesting legal strategy, I suppose. So, so, so Tony, you said you mentioned the word felony. That's that's what we could be dealing with here is some sort of like charge of vote tampering or something like that. So there are two different counts that I believe in the situation we're looking at here. Again, I repeat, we need to wait for the Hamilton County Sheriff's Department, a very apt sheriff's department. I've worked with them before. We need to wait for them to finish their investigation. They're investigating today. They're doing their job. That's what I am waiting for before I make any firm rulings on the situation. But we could be looking at two felonies. One is electioneering inside the area where you're not supposed to be doing that. You know, there are signs and limits. And as a poll worker in 2016 and 18, I remember very specifically you're not allowed to do that number two you can't select candidates for other people on the ballot uh, especially if you're a judge being a judge makes that a felony that's a problem tony have we heard from um hamilton county officials not necessarily republican or democratic party has anybody in local government of hamilton county come out and said anything about this 
Yes, the election administrator, uh, she came out and said that she uh, hopes that this individual is prosecuted, which is and I made sure I asked her very specifically. I said, hold the phone just to be clear in your official capacity as a nonpartisan election administrator. You are calling for this individual to be prosecuted. And she said, yes, under that, it's what I am calling for. And, you know, as a journalist, there's a moment when you start scribbling something down furiously. For me, that was that moment, because at that point, that's you, you as an election administrator have to be very certain before you make that kind of a case. Voters were upset. Volunteers were upset. The uh, inspector at that particular Mercy Road polling place was upset. So there were several witnesses. Uh, there were several witnesses, in other words, is what you're saying. This this person you talked to saw firsthand. That is correct. There were several individuals that, that are reporting on the situation. Uh, some things are more set in stone than others, but you're not going to find me or Chalkboard Review publishing every little lead and witness remark on Chalkboard Review because I don't like to play telephone. Uh, I don't like our team to play telephone. I like to make sure that when we publish a story, that we're only publishing the official information that we have unless it is otherwise beyond you know impertinent to the story. Again, we're speaking with uh, Tony Kennett uh, from Chalkboard Review. Uh, he's got the story about a Democratic poll worker ejected up in Hamilton County, uh, possible electioneering and pre-selecting straight dim tickets for voters that he was trying to help. Take me through the racial aspect of this again, because it feels like that's kind of uh, buried in this story. There is a racial aspect. What was this lunatic saying, allegedly? Yeah, so this kind of goes back to you and I have our uh, we have our Wednesday segments, right? You know, yeah. Wednesdays with Tony, whatever. And I've told you both for several weeks that I have never seen school board elections as nasty and as vicious in all of my time in studying education and ed policy as the northern Indianapolis elections. I remember saying that very specifically on air. This is a perfect example. This individual, and there have been several, we're not sure at this point whether it was one person or it was multiple people. Again, have to wait for the investigation. But according to voters on the scene, there were there was at least one individual who were who was telling black voters not to vote for the pro-parent Republican-backed candidates for Carmel Clay School Board because they were against diversity. They were supposedly racist. They were uh, bad. I mean, the HS Equal PAC has been saying about Hamilton Southeastern uh, candidates, which is one district over, that if you voted for them, you were actually sending America back 60 years into the Jim Crow era. I mean, this is insane. This is a level of vicious political tactics besides the fact that it's highly illegal we haven't seen anything like that in a school board election in in recent years for sure has there been a response from anybody else like the uh, democrats up in hamilton county yeah. at all yeah the hamilton county democrats uh before their chairwoman uh blocked her or locked her twitter account to private which i thought was kind of funny <laughs> the official hamilton county democrat statement on the situation is that this is all just a, a myth um, so everyone is just lying. Republicans are just trying to undermine election security, which, uh, again, I like you guys. I just want to see this investigated. I mean, and if the sheriff's department comes back and says, look, the guy didn't do anything wrong and he's clear, then the sheriff's department will have done their job. But I, I, honestly, I go back to what Tony Katz said in his response to the Hamilton County situation. Um, if you live in that district, you need to ask a question right now. How many votes did this guy impact and how is this going to be resolved? Uh, no matter what party an individual is 
a part of if they are pressuring voters inside the polling place or if they are, God forbid, pre-selecting a straight ticket. That's just bewildering to me. You have to wonder how much was accomplished before the individual was caught, before they were told to go home. That's why I am looking forward to, with all readiness, the investigation by the sheriff's department, which you'll notice the Hamilton County Democrats never mention. They don't say, hey, we look forward to the investigation. They just say Republicans are bad. And then that's the statement. So, Tony, it's been kind of a crazy couple of months up in Hamilton County in regards to education issues. There was the uh, younger brother of fallen officer, Shana Vaz, who came back to school and was greeted with a... um, Defund the police police type of project that was there. There was a lot of chatter back and forth. The school board uh, press representative, their PR representative, was real snarky and smart-ass to the people that had questions about it. And now we've got this situation going on. What is your advice to people before they go vote in Hamilton County tomorrow if they're concerned about their kids and education? I'm going to be very honest with both of you. Were I in those districts as a voter, and I'm not, I'm in Greenfield, but I study, and I, by the way, I left the ballots blank in Greenfield. I don't have any candidates in Greenfield that I currently support. They didn't run anyone that I believe is pro-parent. And that's just my personal as, as Tony Kennett. If I was a voter in Hamilton County, I would probably not vote for the candidates that were backed by school boards or backed by the school board leader, um, Michelle Fullhart, who said that there are no long-term effects of COVID lockdowns on kids in education, which, by the way, we found is patently untrue. I wouldn't vote for the candidates that call everyone racist. I wouldn't vote for the candidates that say, uh, basically, parents need to shut up and send their kids to school. I wouldn't vote for the people who say that kids need to be burdened with surveys 24-7 instead of academics. I personally would vote for the candidates who just wants to see some academic transparency and some change in how parents are represented come forward in these districts. That's what I, as a voter, would move towards. I'm with you. I said it earlier. You said it way nicer than I did. You have to make these lunatics pay. When you go to the ballot box tomorrow, when you cast your vote, if you're tired of being called some sort of ist, if you're tired of all the bull crap in schools and the smart Alex smug attitude of some of these teachers, you have to make these school board members pay with your vote. Tony Kennett, Chalkboard Review. Thank you so much for your time, my friend. Gentlemen, you have an excellent day, and everyone, go vote. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.